It's time for All Hands on Tech. Climb on board as we explore all the amazing things happening in Nova Scotia's tech sector. Each episode, we'll chat with local experts to uncover the secrets of what makes Nova Scotia the best place for collaboration, innovation, and creativity. All Hands on Tech is proudly produced by Digital Nova Scotia, the industry association for Nova Scotia's growing tech sector. Welcome back to All Hands on Tech. I'm Ashley. And I'm Jenna. Historically, here on the podcast, we've interviewed tech companies and organizations, but for today's episode, we thought we'd broaden the scope a little. That's right. The Black Business Initiative is the premier business development organization uniquely supporting black businesses in Atlantic Canada by addressing the many challenges black Canadians face when it comes to starting and growing a business. And we're thrilled to have Monica Mutale, BVI's Senior Communications Manager, on today to dive into how they support their members. And of course, we'll talk tech too. Monica, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. We are really looking forward to this conversation, Monica. Um, at the beginning, we kind of glossed over uh, what BBI is all about, but tell us what the organization does for folks listening who may not know. So for those who don't know, the Black Business Initiative exists to support black entrepreneurs across Atlantic Canada. So we can provide them with funding, we can help them um, expand their, their networks, but really we, we just offer sort of a vast range of services to help um, to help them grow their businesses and sort of live out their dreams as entrepreneurs. Cool. Amazing. And you've been around for a long time. Yeah, so we've been around, I believe it's 26 years now. Wow. So wow. That a while. is an impressive track record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we are, we're, we're not stopping, you know, we're, we're growing, we're in a huge growth phase right now, so it is a really exciting time for Amazing. the organization. Well, we're going to touch on growth and some of the bigger questions here. But before we do that, we have a few couple of um, rapid fire questions just to get to know you a little bit better. So I guess I'll kick off the first one. So are you a cooking at home person or an ordering in? I would prefer to cook at home, but these days I'm a bit on the lazy side mm-hmm. and there's been a lot of ordering. <laughs> yeah, Aren't that's we all? fair. We're, yeah. we're all in that boat, I that think. Been like a couple days ago, yeah, for sure. Um, anything you in particular you like to order in? Um, I'm trying to go for like healthier stuff. So mm-hmm. no matter where like we're ordering from, I'm always like, can we get like a grilled chicken, mm-hmm. like okay. vegetable situation? I'm not typically somebody who loves vegetables, but I'm like, you're trying. You know, I'm at that phase <laughs> in life where I'm like, I just gotta, I have to have a little bit of vegetables with yeah. everything yeah. that I'm eating. So. <laughs> totally, yeah. exactly. I definitely feel that. Um, dream job as a kid. Oh, I had a couple. I wanted to be a singer songwriter for the longest time. Um, and I also, I loved to write, so the dream is still to, to write a novel at some point in my life. Very cool. Yeah. So very creative. Yeah. Which is nice. So. Communications, you do a lot of writing, so. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a good You are living the dream. I'm living my dream. <laughs> yeah. Do you karaoke? Do I karaoke? Yeah, as the singer, <clears throat> you know. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I have not had the chance to. Like, I'm definitely a shower singer, definitely a car singer, yeah. but like, I'm, I have a, a thing coming up pretty soon with some friends of mine, and I'm trying to like convince them that we should do karaoke but they're all nervous about it but I'm like this is my chance this could be my this could be my debut they have private rooms you can do like the private room rentals for karaoke there's one right on Gautagen yeah so if your friends are shy or if you're a little shy just rent the private karaoke room and then you can all live (laughs) out your best lives so I think I have my birthday plans figured out now there you go happy to help thank you (laughs) all right so last question key traits that you look for in a role model oh that's a great question I would say 
you know, transparency and, and vulnerability. I mean, they might not be like the ones that jump to mind for most people, Those but are good ones, though. Um, yeah, I just really appreciate someone who can really speak to me from a place of experience and just be honest. Like I'm not looking for them to kind of, you know, teach me how to, you know, smize and mm-hmm. schmooze yeah. my way through life. But I really just want to know, you know, how can I um, develop the skills that I need to to advance my career? I love that. OK, we're going to get into some questions. Um, we are fresh into 2023. So talk to us. I mean, you mentioned off the top that BBI is growing a lot right now. So what was it like in 2022? Do you have any highlights or shout outs that you'd like to give? Yeah, so we have um, a lot of highlights. It's been a great year, just like a year of rapid growth, like Mm -hmm. I said. So our staff, even just since the time I joined our team in the fall of 2021, we've already grown significantly. So I believe we had about 15 people on staff at the time. We're already up to 25 and wow. still wow. growing. Yeah. Yeah. So we even moved offices. So we were located on Hollis and now we're here on Cornwallis Street, just around the corner from, from where we are now. Awesome. Um, to really just kind of, um, you know, find a place for all of that growth. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been a fantastic year. So one of the key things that happened this year is we expanded the organization officially. So for the first um, 25 years of its existence, BBI was only serving um, black entrepreneurs in Nova Scotia. So now we are um, officially serving black entrepreneurs uh, across all of Atlantic Canada. Wow. So we have, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, that's that awesome. <laughs> Claps for us. Um, so we officially have staff in uh, New Brunswick and in Newfoundland and Labrador. And the person that we have in Newfoundland is also representing the Prince Edward Island um, okay. uh, province as well. Amazing. Yeah. That's very cool and very needed. Yeah, it is. You know, there are are lots of um, entrepreneurs out there who are looking for support, who didn't know that there was anything like the Black Business Initiative. Mm -hmm. Um, They have, you know, unique needs in those different provinces, and we're really excited to be be meeting them and and, and helping them out now. So you've been around for a long time now. I'm just wondering why, you know, in 2022 are we seeing this big growth? What do you think is contributing to that? So that's a great question. I'd say... Um, it was really the opportunity. So it's two things, I think. So (laughs) it's the opportunity. So the reason that we've been able to expand now is there's this um, federally funded government program called the Black Entrepreneurship Program Ecosystem. Mm -hmm. Um, So we refer to that as the BEP. And so that has given us, um, you know, the funding that we need to really expand what we're doing. Um, And it's not a small feat by any means. So this is, um, it's a lot of programming on a large scale. And so um, there was that need for funding, but I think also just, it's funny, our our sort of theme for our 25th anniversary was um, a milestone with momentum, and like mm-hmm. the momentum at BBI right now is just like, it is just going and going. So, um, like I said, it's a really great time, but it can be a little tough to just sort of like stop and say like, you know, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, like we are all just in the thick of it every day like Mm -hmm. just getting things done all across the organization so i think this was the perfect time for us to stop and be like all right let's make this official yeah let's really look at this and yeah dive back in with purpose exactly more more purpose not that you don't always have purpose (laughs) but (laughs) and do you think there's more like black atlantic canadians wanting to take on like new business ventures or you know become entrepreneurs I'm, I'm assuming that's a big part of it as well right yeah so so the need is there as well and um, one of the great things that we do at BBI uh, basically as an organization in general but also in some of our specific programs like one that we call SBCCI it's a bit of a long name but that stands for supporting black Canadian communities initiative um, we do these needs assessments so before we dive into anything even before the BBI was created they um, you know, the group, the task force that really set out to 
determine if there was the need for an organization like this, went out into the community to find out what exactly are the issues, what um, can we help address, and how can we do mm-hmm. that. So, so we're doing those needs assessments, and we did that around um, the Atlantic provinces to really determine um, what those different needs are. Very interesting. You kind of kind of just touched on it right there, but we know there can be a lot of challenges to black business owners starting and growing a business, uh, which of course is where BBI comes in. So can you tell us a little bit about more what those challenges are? Yeah, so when the organization was created, so way back uh, 1995, mm-hmm. um, so we got a lot of history. 1995. I know. <laughs> um, I was five. So <laughs> Same. Same. <laughs> really. Good times, good times. Yeah. Um, So we were addressing a couple of key needs in the black community. So those were um, a distinct lack of role models. So there weren't enough um, people in these positions as entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. who were um, self-employed and thriving. We didn't have enough people for others to look up to and say, okay, I can do that. Um, We had a few for sure. Um, We definitely... Black, the black community is a very you know, creative and a very entrepreneurial and enterprising mm-hmm. um, community, but we just weren't in those positions. There weren't enough of us in those positions for mm-hmm. people to really say, like, this is a viable career option. I'm going to give up my nine to five mm-hmm. and, and I can make it because that person made it. Um, underdeveloped business skills. So, so those people who did have that interest in entrepreneurship just you know, didn't quite have the training or didn't have the education that they needed to really, like I said, make that a viable career option. So that was um, one of the second concerns. Um, access to capital. So for you know, these reasons and other reasons, um, the funding just wasn't there specifically for black entrepreneurs to, um, to grow their businesses. Maybe there was funding available for, for people to um, pursue entrepreneurship, but if you are trying to compete as a black person, we've already established, you know, you don't have the skills, you don't have the training, you maybe are lacking the confidence, Mm -hmm. you're probably not gonna get the funding. Mm -hmm. So um, that was another, um, a need that needed to be addressed. And then lastly, um, it was identified that discrimination at the institutional level um, was a concern for, for obvious reasons. Okay, and these are all kind of challenges and barriers that BBI is trying to tackle. I know you do a lot of it through different training and programming, and I know on your website it says that you offer programming kind of based on like market trends and what and what the community is asking for. So I guess I'm just curious, like what what are the trends right now, and what are folks looking for? Yeah, so another great question. I'd say right now, um, marketing. So with that being my role at BBI, that's one that comes up a lot, and I've had the opportunity to go on. Um, some site visits recently to go see our clients and just find out, you know, what are they struggling with. So we have um, what we call entrepreneurship engagement managers or EEMs, who are responsible for working directly face to face with our clients, really building that base and um, and going out and interacting with them. Um, so I did have the opportunity to go with them, and I was like, wow, this is this That's is really cool. it's really cool to be on the other side of it. And you know, they shared that you know marketing, for example, is a challenge um, with COVID. Obviously, people kind of had to turn, um, they didn't really have a choice, but they had to, if they wanted to continue to compete, um, whether it's locally or nationally nationally or globally, you know, they had to, they had to get the word out there about their businesses. And one thing that I think is unique about the black community is that, you know, we, can, we, we really are, um, we are a community. So there are a lot of, you know, family run businesses. Um, there are businesses that are promoted in more traditional methods. So it could be word of mouth. Um, but when you are faced with a pandemic where all of a sudden, you know, everyone's, you know, uh, storefronts are being shut down, you can't just promote your business by 
putting up a poster at the local mm -hmm. church, which is actually a way that people do advertise in the black community. So all of a sudden, that's not going to cut it. So mm -hmm. other businesses are, you know, they're, they're launching their online stores, they have their online ordering systems. Uh, and now all of a sudden they can ship all around the world. Well, how are you going to compete with them? You have to figure out how to to market yourself on a on a much broader scale. And so one of the challenges that um, you know BBI had to respond to is how do we equip people to increase their online presen uh, presence? How do they how do we teach them how to use social media mm -hmm. if they've never used it before? Um, if you have a construction business, how are yeah. you going to mm -hmm. promote that? So yeah. um, so I'd say marketing is is for sure one of the the top areas of concern today and I think that's kind of what our next question is going to <laughs> hint at as well like how digital can help and obviously digital marketing is a big part of that um, and I guess just in general too like more more businesses are establishing that digital presence you're noticing they are for sure so they're mm -hmm. they're responding in in really great ways and so digital you know it can help in in so many ways even like I said just helping you reach um, a much broader network um, one area that people are coming to us for support in is specifically, you know, tech integration. So how do I, how do I, um, you know, incorporate tech into into my business? And so, um, one of the ways that we have responded is um, we are we are we are training people. So BBI is known for its training department. So we have these um, these year round courses that are offered. It could be you know an eleven week program. It could be a ten week program. Um, and these are led by local experts who are helping um, by providing really exclusive insight um, for these these black entrepreneurs to to equip them to do um, what it is that they they want to do. Um, so we have training. We also have what we call the Business Consulting Advisory Grant Program. Cool. So we call that CAS for short. We have a lot of acronyms at PBI, in case <laughs> yeah. you haven't picked up on that. Um, no shortage of those there. So the CAS grant is specifically um, designed to help people um, integrate tech into their businesses. So we help out in four areas, and you can receive up to $5,000 of funding if you are eligible. But the four areas that we support people in are the development of sales or marketing strategies. There's business management development practices. We have technology or digital support. And lastly, e-commerce integration. So that was literally like a direct mm -hmm. response mm -hmm. to yeah. how do I... Buying online. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like so far we've chatted a little bit more about... Um, like more like commercial type businesses, like either storefront or whatever. But have you noticed a trend in terms of people wanting to get more into the tech industry as a result of the pandemic? So interestingly, we are we're not really seeing um, you know a huge number of people wanting to start up those tech um, focused businesses, but we are seeing people who are launching what we're calling like tech enabled businesses. So they are starting their businesses, keeping in mind that you know, I need to be set up to receive, right. you know, online payments or automated payments or, you know, they're creating their businesses with this sort of like outsourced fulfillment um, component to them. So right. people are just coming into it mm, in a much more knowledgeable way than, than we've seen in the past. Right, kind of like having that base knowledge for yourself instead of solely relying on someone else who does hold exactly. the knowledge. Yeah. yeah, I think that's important. The more you know, the better you can equip yourself with exactly. even asking for the help you need somewhere else. Yeah. I'm not sure if you're familiar with this, but I had learned maybe two years ago now about, and it was like, I can't remember the name of it, Online Black Mall. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think I yes. do. Yeah. It's not called that. It's not called that at all. But um, 
so I, I, yes I, I know exactly okay. the ebony shopping plaza yes, yes. that's it yeah. and I thought that was a really cool idea because you want to support local black businesses but sometimes you don't know where to find them and this kind of goes back to what you were saying about the help with marketing right like trying to attract to everyone and I thought that was a cool idea mm-hmm. so just I guess an example of of trying to get these businesses digital yeah absolutely and having that space where everything's all at once it makes it really easy for the consumer to just be like cool I can browse everything all right here yeah yeah and and that is um that was a really great initiative by a community member and BBI does something you know a bit similar so we have our uh, black business directory okay. and so this is published forgive me for this, I want to say every year, but it might be every two years. I think it's every two years. Um, and this is a great resource that has traditionally been um, filled with Nova Scotia businesses, but now is going to include um, the rest of the Atlantic provinces. But it's just this really great um, document. So historically, it was a document. It's now available online. That's the punchline. It's online now. It's digital. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's a list of, you know, every kind of black business that you can possibly think of. So if you're looking for a hairstylist, if you're looking for an artist, a graphic you know, designer, a web developer, somebody just in the black community who is producing a high quality product or service, uh, people have always, you know, a lot of people have known that they could turn to the, the black business directory for that. And so as I said, we used to publish that um, every two years. And so now we have it set up so that um, you can visit our website, which was just um, revamped and launched in the summer. But you can visit that. You can create an account. Um, if you are a black business owner, you can create your listing there. You can submit it um, for approval. If it is approved, you know, it's going to be published and you can sort of maintain and edit your listing you know, at any time. Very but it's cool. just a great resource that you can just go in and you can search um, this directory of businesses. So, yeah, we are just looking for ways for people to really... You know, we want to have that database for people to be able mm-hmm. to easily access. I'm really excited that it's it's digital for the first time. That's a time. huge tool. That's really mm-hmm. great to have yeah. people at the convenience of their home computer yeah. able to be able to access all that. So we're fresh into 2023. The floor is yours. Is there anything that you'd like to highlight for the listeners? What's exciting? What's coming up? What are what can we what can we keep a lookout for? <laughs> Great question. So um, February is coming up, so it's going to be African Heritage Month very soon. And, you know, you can definitely support black businesses all year round. But obviously, this is an incredible opportunity. The black businesses are going to be out there, you know, in your face all the time. And you'll just be able to um, to support um, however you can. So, you know, keep an eye out, um, look around and see if there are any events you can attend, you know, the annual um, African Heritage Month launch events are always really exciting. And, um, and yeah, it's a great opportunity to, to show your support for that community. Um, other than that, you can keep an eye out or generally people can keep an eye out for our training programs and our uh, grants and financing that are available throughout the year. So you can always just visit www.bbi.ca and learn about what we have available um, at any given time. You can also contact us by email, uh, bbi at bbi.ns.ca. And the very last thing, you can follow us on our social media networks. So we are bbi underscore Atlantic on Instagram. We are Black Business NS on Twitter and Facebook, and we are Black Business Initiative on LinkedIn. Perfect. Great tidbits. Everyone will be sure to follow along. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us here today. We're so happy to have you in studio. Definitely. Thanks so much for having me. It was lovely chatting with the both of you. 
Thanks for tuning in to All Hands on Tech. Interested in learning more? Visit us on our website at www.digitalnovascotia.com. We'll see you next time. This has been a Podstarter production. production.